and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick. How are you today, Butts Freely? <laughs> okay, I mean, I feel like you could do better than that, but I'm doing pretty well. All right, that's good to hear, good to hear, good to hear. Um, We are episode 17, King Julius. <laughs> I think I had yeah. one too many juds in there, but whatever. Um, we ready to crack? Yeah. Three, two, one, crack. In my face. In my face. In my face. All right. So while we pour, a um, little bit of background. This is from Treehouse out of Charlton, Mass. Yes. Were they always in Charlton, or did they move towns? They were in Monson before. They uh, still own yes, the place in Monson. Monson. Did you ever go to Monson? Like, yeah, you couldn't I went drink to the there. Monson one, like, once. I mean, I think you could drink there occasionally, but, like, not most of the time. Yeah, not most of the time. Alright, let's get a picture of this that I'll never post to fucking Instagram. I need to start doing that. Yeah, you really do. We both do. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah? Yep. I mean, I'm not at all surprised because, like, it's fucking Treehouse. <laughs> and it's an amped up version of Julius, which is one of my favorites. It's probably my favorite of their classic beers. Oh, man. Yeah. That is fucking delicious. I mean, uh, Honestly, like, I've definitely, I can't think of any of the misses off the top of my head, but I know I've had misses from Treehouse before, few and far between, but their IPAs are definitely, like, just stellar. Generally speaking, I, like, some of their, this is my favorite of their classic, I well, Julius is my favorite of their classic IPAs. Like, I like green and I like haze, but... Um, yeah, but like even green and haze get like a bit of that back throat bitterness. Like I, I know that we yeah. recently also had uh, both seven and nine from them. And like my issue with the seven was that like back throat, like gritty bitterness that you can get from some of their beers. Whereas yeah. I found the nine to be like incredibly smooth, incredibly crushable. I, I know we like touched on nine last episode, but still yeah. like. Nine was definitely my preferred between the two of those. I mean, I think it's, it, you know, you, you also have to remember that, like, um, New England style IPAs are still kind of evolving as a style. And that, you know, again, Julius, Green, Haze, like, those have all been around since, like, Treehouse first started. So. So, nine years? Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it, like, I'm not surprised that they've gotten better at it in nine years. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I have, I actually have, like generally I have the same problem with the amped up versions of those two, like very like I've had very green and I've had uh, I mean obviously alter ego I think alter ego is the amped up version the initial amped up version of haze. And, uh, I uh, believe that you were right about that. And I mean, you know, I remember really liking alter ego though. Like it's been years at this point, but I remember really liking alter ego. I like it, but I don't think I like it as much as you do. Yeah. And I've always liked Julius better. Like, yeah. So this this really works for me. And I feel like they oh, might have even... This is phenomenal. 
I feel like they might have even smoothed this out a little bit. Yeah. Because I think that, yeah, I think the old Julius used to also give, like, a bit of that, like, back-end grittiness. A but, little like, bit. like, this is, this is stellar. This is easily, uh, what, 4.5, 4.75 maybe? Yeah, I'd say 4.75. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll just do 4.5 to balance you. No, I'll probably go 4.75 on this as well. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Uh, remember to find us on Untapped. I'm Horror Freak, minus last uh, or or a. <laughs> Horfreck. Horfreck. Um, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I don't know. I got nothing right now. We should have a lot because, like, there is so much stuff that we have drunk lately that we have not talked about going I mean... back at to like weeks at this point. Yeah, no. But we, for, we can't make this too, too, too heavy on talking about every single beer. Uh, I don't think we ever talked about your Father's Day excursion. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to start with. So uh, on Father's Day, my father and I went to two different breweries. We went to Spicket River Brewery in Lawrence, which is a totally rad spot to hang out. Like, you know, they have like commissioned street art. There's a fountain that involves like a rowboat, like nice patio area. Like it's really cool. Sounds like a cool um, spot. I'm um, guessing like old mill area of Lawrence. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, like basically right on the Merrimack, except like, so they're on the north side of the, I think it's on, yeah, the north side of the Merrimack, there's a canal mm -hmm. that essentially makes part of uh, Lawrence an island. Yes. So it's on that island. Cool. Um, well, yeah, because so, weren't all the textile mills way back when mostly water powered? Yeah, and that's why. So that connect. So because the canal is, I think, like fifteen or twenty feet higher than the Merrimack, it makes a natural gradient. Mm -hmm. So water just automatically flows through it. So it like that's why they, but that's why they designed it that way. Yeah. But also, Which, aren't those textile mills, like, a huge part of the reason why the Merrimack River was disgusting as fuck for so fucking long? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like... Like any Lowell, river in a Lawrence. mill town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's so... Like, uh, yeah. Basically. Um, So, things I had there. The... the I, I was actually fairly impressed with their Just Love Blonde. Um, Again, for, you know... For a blonde, it was actually fairly interesting. Nice. Um, their Fresca American Lager was fine, but it's same kind of deal that I have with most lagers. It's like, Yay, even if, it's even if you try lager, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, especially if you're not adding shit to it, it's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can do just like a, a really good, basic as fuck lager, but you know, like. What what are you doing to make it yours is always the question. Yeah. So I think my favorite beer that I had there that time was a was called Hustlin' Hops. It's an Imperial New England style. Nice. Um, I mean, I gave that a four. I actually gave the blonde a four, but like those were my top rated. Um That's slightly disappointing, but like yeah, yeah not everything's well, gonna selection... be like a five. And their selection was fairly 
minimal. And we were talking to both our server and the owner about it. And they basically said, like, we've been, they had been slammed. And, like, they've just, like, not, they don't have the production facility to ramp up the 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 amount yet. Yeah. And they have, you know, like, if you have distro stuff, like, you have to, like, you know, basically fulfill Meet your those contract first yeah so you know that's the problem um we did try the mia session ipa which 3.75 for a session is not bad like yeah i've had better sessions bad. but it was it was drinkable um and then they gave me gave us a sample of the infamous ipaa which is a double New England that's a fucking 9.8. Nah. All right. Nah. No. No. Like just too boozy or. Mm -hmm. So IPAA being yeah. like an India Pale American ale? I think it's just a weird name. Like I, double I ale for like ale ale for double IPA. That's already weird naming that already throws me off some but yeah that's unfortunate yeah i mean i like honestly i would go there based on you know a couple of you know, like ha there were a couple of things that were decent it's a nice spot the people are cool like you know they're still fairly new mm -hmm. so it's like you know uh, growing pains and all that shit so uh, you know I, like they've definitely got some beers that are higher rated they just didn't have any of them um uh, I mean, we, there's somebody who was hanging out at my place today. We started talking about beer for a few, and he started telling me about this place in uh, Beverly that I can't remember the name of. Like, oh, yeah. Channel something. Oh, okay. I don't think I've heard of that one, because there's another brewery in Beverly that I've heard of that isn't Channel something. And, yeah. like, it sounds, I think it's more of, like, a like an English-style brewery, and it's like, why? Seriously, yeah. why? Why? Like as a person who's had plenty of beer over there, like it's it's fine, it's good, it like, but it's not interesting. Yeah, but then you also have people like um fucking what's his name from Pretty Things who is just such an anglophile that like all he wants to do is make British beer. Yeah, but he did it in a much more interesting way yeah. most of the time. So yeah. I guess my point is is like I've had uh, I've I miss also pretty had... things. Yeah. Yeah. Like a moment um, of silence for pretty things. Moment over. <laughs> yeah. So, the other place that we went was Oak and Iron in Andover. I will say that it's a nice spot. I cannot recommend it based on its beer. Like, if you if you want to just go hang out in a really cool spot that's got plenty of space indoor and, and out, sure. And if you don't really care, sure. But, like... Yeah. For real, we had two different beers. We got the Ribabenda IPA, which I believe was clear. Um, so it's straight up not a New England. Yeah. And then we got New England Project number 10. So Ribabenda, I gave a 3.5. And I gave wow. New England Project a 3.75. And that was probably, those were probably both kind of generous. Wow. All yeah. right. So you hear, heard it here, folks. Um, cool spot to hang shitty spot to drink unless you just don't really give that much of a damn but um 
yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're the if you're the sort of person who enjoys just like basic beer, yeah, basic beer like, with good atmosphere. Yeah, then then go for it. Like, I'm not going to say that I would never go back there if somebody invited me because it's not like it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is undrinkable. But it was like, this is boring. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So, you know, there's there is something to be said for the atmosphere, but still. But like not everything has to be, you know, a boba sour that is mango and looks milky when you pour it out. Oh, God damn, pouring out that was just like so satisfying. And like, I don't know what the hell they had in there, but the way that those bubbles just did not want to burst was really weird and interesting. Oh, and I think you flip flopped them because I like it, it for seven and nine. Speaking of, I just got to seven and nine in my untapped. From um, I'm fairly certain because you liked seven more than I did, and I liked nine more than you did. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Like, we had differing opinions when it came to that one. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Because, like, for me, Seven gave that, like, back throat grittiness that some of their beers do end up giving me. Not that I hate it. I just found Nine to be more palatable to me. Right. And then... Oh, man. We... It's like King J J Julius. It's is like drinking fucking juice though this is so satisfying do you know oh what the hops God, in so this is. are you I know guess I, I could like whip out my phone and check it out i yeah you might want to because i'm in the middle of scrolling through crap yeah no. oh. but yeah so good. we drank everything else that we had sent to liam just in case he got to it and then he got to one of them so you know, we just didn't really get a chance to talk about much of the rest of it. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the seven now. We're yeah. talking about the nine more in depth now. Yep. Uh, what were the other two that we had drunk? We had Shady When I Strut by Short Throw Brewing. That is from fucking somewhere in Connecticut. Um, North Haven. Oh, goddamn treehouse from... and untapped not actually telling us what the fucking hops are oh sorry I mean, that just like always chaps my ass a little bit is like man if i'm on there i don't want like your blah 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 i want to know like this is what hops it was made with yeah no i i agree and some sometimes it tells you that sometimes it doesn't like yeah i'm looking at the description for nine and it doesn't give you it just yeah it oh yeah you. no it just gives you like the blurb that's on the can yeah I mean, some of them say it. Because the seven does. The seven is Warrior, Citra, Galaxy, and Amarillo. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it has an oat and dextrin malt heavy base, which is probably oh, you know why what? I like it's it so probably much. the uh, Citra that gives me that like back throat grittiness. Because it's more than just like don't get me wrong, I, I like Citra hop. But I think more often than not, that's something that usually ends up giving me that sensation. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, based on the, the shady one I strut alone, I would give more stuff from Short Throw a try because that was the first time I'd ever had anything from them. And it was solid. Yeah, I, mean, I remember that being solid. I gave or it a 4.25. Like 
Sorry. So I'm that's like that's now solid. Scrolling back to there myself. And then the other one that we didn't talk about from vitamin C yet, I think, is the double summer, which I also gave a four point two five. So that's their that's actually their flagship beer is the double summer. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that it's a good choice as a flagship beer. Like I, th- I think it's a solid New England style IPA. I think that it's extremely drinkable, um, reasonably smooth, flavorful, blah, 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 everything I basically want. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Man, we really should at some point watch fucking season five of Arrested Development. It's just I don't really have a huge desire to. Mm-hmm. Like, I would still rather just pretend, like, that ended after the third season, and it's just all, like, good to great, instead of... Yeah. I can't remember, did we talk about the, uh... Besides, we talked about the can exploding. Did we talk about the actual beer that was inside of it? I do not believe so. So, folks... If you recall from our last episode, which you definitely should have fucking listened to because it had Liam and Liam's funny as hell. And my God, we need to get him on again. Oh, Um, yeah. No, it was definitely fun, like actually meeting him in person and hanging out and having some drinks because wicked good guy. Um, We're most likely going to end up having him back on as a guest host sometime. Maybe the near future. I don't know. (laughs) But whenever I get around to shipping him another box of beer. Yeah, pretty much. More or less. Um, so the beer that exploded for me, which your can was fine. So, well, my, my can was also kind of fucked, but it didn't explode. Yeah. Cause it had like the, um, corner pop. popping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely something that I should have known better and opened up over a sink instead of like in my fucking bedroom. Yeah. I, I yeah, especially since you did it after mine exploded. No, I had that one before yours exploded. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the second looming illusion from Battery Steel that we've had. This was the blueberry, lime, apricot, and vanilla version. Um, it would have been nice to have it cold, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it was honestly pretty solid. I mean, I gave that a four point two five. Like, you know. As far as goes go, it's not as salty as I perhaps might like, but... They definitely went a bit heavy on the yeast, and that's yeah. why it was overly carbonated, but it's also why yours fucking exploded. Yeah. But, like, of, like similar to... to that, it, like, we also recently had the Grape Ape. Now, I had the second Grape Ape, and I poured that one out. It wasn't as purple as I wanted it to be. It was more like that brownish purple. Oh. Yeah, like an old bruise. Oh, hot. Yeah, but pouring it out actually made it a whole lot better because it didn't. It allowed more of the carbonation side of it to escape. So yeah. instead of just getting like a mouthful of bubbles with every sip, you, you were actually able to taste the beer better, and it was much more enjoyable poured out than from the can. Yeah, and that's grape ape from Battery Steel. No, no, that's uh, barrel barreled souls. souls. There we go. Some fucking main brewery that starts with a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, barreled souls has now done a few that have literal Kool Aid in their recipe, and I, 
I I think that Grape Ape is solid. I don't think it's as good as Superman Punch. Um, there's another. Oh, I mean, Superman Punch, I fucking love. Like, there's there's if... another version of Superman Punch though. I can't. Isn't it like Superwoman Punch or something like that? I have no idea. Um, I was just thinking like Superman Punch would be one of those like if I just could have like a keg of this, I would just drink that shit like all the fucking time. But really, the one of those that I would do is the uh, Jay Wakefield. Haterade. Like, Superman Punch is really tasty. Haterade is phenomenal. Yeah. I would, like, drink that shit all fucking day. Yep. Shout out to Jay Wakefield in uh, somewhere in Florida, Tampa. Really? I, I have Miami. no idea. Miami, okay. It's in the Wynwood Arts District in Miami. I I have, like, this weird void in my brain usually when it comes to florida so. i mean i if you if it helps to remember i've never been to the west coast of florida at all oh okay i've only ever been to the east coast of florida so all right so i, I take it tampa's on the west coast of florida yeah uh-huh <laughs> uh, i know their state capital is on that side too because that's up towards like the top of the panhandle tallahassee yay yay um have we talked about that vanished valley yet uh, i don't think so but we don't need to spend much time on it yeah i mean <laughs> I, it, it, all right no i we might have mentioned it because i might have already said like maybe i just don't like boysenberry and i just don't know that i don't like boysenberry but i did not care for that beer no, there's some that I get. I honestly, I get what you're com- where you're coming from with that, and like I think maybe it was just the yeast that they use in it. But no, it's the combination like... of the hops and the fruit. There's something about the hop choice with that fruit choice that like gave it that ba- essentially performed like a little bit of a weird chemical reaction. Like it, yeah. it definitely like, like there it didn't bother me nearly as much. Putting but... about it, like I still gave it a three point seven five because I could see that like there is a good beer there and maybe just my taste buds specifically were not agreeing with it but yeah there was something that i did not like about that beer i mean i gave it a four which is not astronomical i mean it's not bad by any means but it's not astronomical i mean so folks in case we we might as well mention it again in case you don't remember what it is or we didn't talk about it before because we both have terrible memories so it's the Vanished Valley Milkshake Series Boysenberry and Raspberry IPA. So, yeah, like I said, I think that it might actually be the hops contrasting or something. Yeah, so, I mean, again, boysenberry and raspberry, lactose and Madagascar vanilla beans, like, it should be really good. Yeah, I think it's I think work. I think that it's the hop choice that just conflicted with the flavor or something they used like amarillo when they should have used like cascade i wouldn't use anything pacific northwest probably in that oh really i probably would have gone like hell even maybe citra with it maybe citra because like that little bit of lemoniness or fuck lemon drop i was gonna say or by the same token galaxy yeah galaxy Galaxy would work um so i think now we're on to 
you know, the bullshit we had uh, while hanging out. Or so. yeah. And what were we watching when we hung out and drunk this stuff? The old, the last movie you hadn't seen in the MCU. Oh my God. Which is like by far the worst one in the MCU. Although I do love the Stanley cameo in it, but like mm-hmm. that, that alone doesn't save a movie. If you don't know what we're talking about, no, you are wrong. It is not Thor the Dark World. It is the Incredible Hulk. It is objectively worse than the Thor the Dark World. I'm sorry. Like, at least Thor the Dark World has slightly fewer tonal problems. Slightly fewer. Yeah. I mean, but like, keep in mind, when the Incredible Hulk was made was pretty much at the same time that Iron Man was being made. And they didn't really know what their tone was at that point. And like the Incredible Hulk is definitely the closest to a DC movie that any of the fucking MCU has gotten. So you mean too dark and kind of bad? Yeah. 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 At least kind of bad. At least kind of bad. I mean, there's honestly like I think there are only like two really good DCCU movies, whatever the fuck they called DC. Yeah, I think it's DCCU. Um, And I, I, yeah, and you've showed them both to me, and now I, now I don't Mm -hmm. care about the rest of them. Yeah, and honestly, I like. There's a lot that I love about Wonder Woman, and then there's a lot that is just like really, really fucking bad about that movie too. So the two movies that we're talking about is uh, are are the Shazam. And the other one, I'm going to fuck up the name, uh, but Birds of Prey and the something emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Fantabulous or something. Fantabulous. That sounds right. It sounds like I think it's a made up word. Yeah, it's a made up word. But then again, like all words are made up. It's what I love about the English language is that it's incredibly amorphous. If you can create a word and define it well and find a place for its use, then yes, it is applicable. Yeah, it becomes a word like it's language evolves, you know. Trust me. But (laughs) yeah, yes. So. We had, um, it. <laughs> I did like. All right, so we. I we only had... checked in one thing from that because I think that I'd had everything else that we ch- that we. I think I'd checked in everything else that we'd had. Oh, I think you did because we had bad headlines, the lemon meringue pie one that you had like touched on earlier, and yeah, it got me asking like, well, how do you recreate like egg flavor inside of something like that yeah the, that's the, the answer, answer is, is you, you don't. don't it was it was very tasty it was basically a lemon vanilla berliner it had a lot it was actually fairly sour um, yeah it had a good a tart to it and yeah. i enjoyed that about it like yeah. i ended up giving that a 4.25 yeah and I, mean, I would try other things from black pond especially because band headlines is apparently a series yes it is a series that was just the the most interesting of the ones that they had in that series yeah. at the place I went. I mean, like, lemon and sour should go well and well, are a fairly safe bet to try something that you hadn't had before, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that, you know, the the fact that it's lemon meringue, so you have that little, little punch of vanilla in there, too. Mm-hmm. Really helps yeah. to balance out the tartness of it. Um, we also had the lanai 
from Thimble Island Brewing Company. I have no fucking clue where they're from. They're from Branford, Connecticut, wherever the fuck Branford, that is. Branford, Connecticut. <laughs> Shout out to Branford. Um, where shit, the fuck Branford, are you? No, Branford is like known for something. And I have no idea what Branford is known for. Sucking slightly less than the rest of Connecticut? Yeah, fuck you, Hartford. <laughs> Liam trying to defend Hartford. It's like, yeah, dude, no, no, no. Nope. Like, we, we didn't want to upset the guest, but fuck you, Hartford. <laughs> yeah, Zach, after the fact, was like, also, he's wrong. New Haven also sucks. Oh, yeah, New Haven sucks. I didn't want to, like, <laughs> pop in with, like, New Haven sucks. But, like, like... New Haven, West Haven, ooh, West Haven, like West Haven is essentially their like Dudley Square. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I've been to New London. I know that sucks ass. Um, I know, like, and uh, according to Zach, uh, Groton is probably worse. I'm not surprised about that. Cause it's oh, like. Man. Nah, just searching Brantford, Connecticut doesn't help me. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like I don't know. Apparently, you know, it's like, well, we have a we haven't we have a navy base. Do we, we don't we don't need anything else, right? Cool, cool. Okay, good. Yeah. So the Thimble Island Brewing Company Lanai that we had is a pina colada sour brewed with pineapple, coconut, and lactose. It's exactly what you expect it to be. It delivers just, on that promise. Yeah, like all it's the solid. flavors do exist there. I, I wish they were a little great. bit more intense. I wish it was more intense. It, it honestly felt more like I was drinking like slightly alcoholic coconut water with a hint of pineapple. Yeah, you, but you know? on a hot day, I could really get like, into that. Yeah, that would be like a nice refreshing beach beer. Yeah. Like I could I could dig that. Like, again, I, I gave it a four. I didn't I absolutely did not hate it. I wouldn't like necessarily go buy a, a four or six of it, but like if somebody handed me one, I would be like, ah, oh, cool. Not like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Thanks. It would be like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, thanks. I'll fucking drink it. <laughs> I would drink it. Again. Although would, like, yeah, somebody I'd hands probably me a go for that for again the... over the, the vanished Valley as much as, you know, despite yeah. me giving them basically the same rating, like again, the vanished Valley, I don't think is necessarily a bad beer. It's just the, there's something about the execution they just sort of missed. I don't well, really know I mean, exactly what it is. Specifically, there is something about our taste buds that did not agree entirely with what they were trying to do. It doesn't mean that everybody would agree with us on that point, but for us specifically, there is something about their flavor interactions that, that made the beer not work for us. Yeah. So, shall we uh, move on to the bullshit we had on Saturday? I Sunday. Oh, Sunday. So. Sunday, Sunday. Fourth uh, of July. Sorry, Grape Ape. Well, we didn't talk about... Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. this is... We're, we're we kind of talked about Grape We're on to the tip-tap room. Well, we did talk about Grape Ape. We can... Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're on to the tip-tap room in Boston, Massachusetts. Um... I really wish that we hadn't eaten before going there because I definitely would have tried like those Shangri-La Sun Tui tips. Yeah. Essentially like a very tasty sounding Asian inspired like West Coast 
California Asian inspired uh, steak tip dish. Really, well, their, their thing is yeah. that they are a tip place and a tap room. So yeah. they've got a number of like a number of beers. They've got to have at least like 25. Yeah, at least. While currently their menu is not as interesting as it once was when it comes to like wild game being on their tip menu, because the, I'm sure those supply chains have just sort of dried up for the most part right now when you're trying to play it more safe instead of worrying if you're going to be sitting on like 50 pounds of antelope tips. Yeah, no, totally. So, I mean, they still, I'm sure their food is still good. We got the uh, calamari while we were there, and calamari is still fucking fantastic there. Yeah, I adore that calamari with, like, the licorice glacé and, Mm -hmm. you know, fucking lemon whatever, blah, blah, something, something. Oh, I'd be willing to bet probably, like, second best calamari we've ever had. Yeah, I, I would absolutely say that. Like, you'd be surprised how well, like the like that hint of licorice goes with their breading it just makes it but it's just perfection like well it's I will like say a this, licorice oil in a lemon aioli and it's just like, like all the yeah. flavors come together really well i yeah. wish that their pepperoncinis had like a little more heat to them instead of just being like yes technically they're peppers i'm but okay with that I, I do still enjoy that i also kind of wish that they did the arugula on top instead of on the bottom because then by the time you actually get to the arugula it's just kind of a soggy mess yeah i mean i definitely wish we'd eaten you know there but like the thing is we didn't know we were going there yeah because no we we had many different plans and then suddenly realized that on a sunday all these places close at 8 p.m yeah. So it was like, all right, well, I guess we're going to go to the tip tap room, but Well, that's still, a new cool. problem in fairness to us yeah. and we're not used to fucking going out again yet. Like Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the uh like Trillium, like I'm trying to think. Trillium row 34. Um, Emily, Emily, look at your screen, Emily. I'm trying yeah, yeah. to signal to you. I I we, we 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 are I'm not doing thir- that bad. We, I've we been are drinking. Thirty minutes, uh, thirty-four minutes, and something in. No, you're not drinking that bad. It didn't mean like you had to chug it all the way. It's just you know sip, we, we want to get sip, 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 sip. sip. Uh, <laughs> we just want to keep on moving along, and I, I don't know if we're gonna actually finish our second beer before we end this recording. Most likely it'll be a good idea for us to not finish that beer before the recording. But we're only alluding to things now. Yeah. But let's talk. keep on talking about fucking Tip Tap Room. Now that we've let the people know and uh, given a good plug to Tip Tap Room, because honestly, the place is great. Like, check it out. They really are. We've never had anything bad there. Their food is fucking great. Um, like I said, again, if I'd known if we were going there, I would not have suggested we eat first. Um, mm-hmm. But well, again, the food we got th- first was good. We ended up uh, ordering from Merengue, a Dominican restaurant in, I, I think, Roxbury. I think it's, it's I, really I, close I don't, by. It's on Blue Hill Ave. So yeah, it's I on Blue it's, Hill Ave. Yeah. But, but like, definitely worth checking out if you want some fucking 
legit Dominican food. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Like I, I the my my only bummer with this meal was the fact that my mofongo gravy spilled into the all over the inside, so I barely got mm-hmm. a new mofongo gravy, but like man, their mofongo like holds up pretty well even with minimal gravy. Like I that's and that's fucking impressive cuz I've had oh, yeah. some kind of dry mofongo before like uh I, I, I'm talking about this like the audience knows what I'm talking about. Folks, so look. essentially what we're talking about is just imagine, if you will, if um, stuffing was made of like plantains mashed up instead of like bread bits and then mix in with that, like some garlic and some spices and some fucking shredded fried pork. Yeah, that's my fungo. Yeah. Cover it all in gravy and eat. <laughs> I mean, they do make they, they do make that's classic mofongo. There you can get mofongo with like other shit in it. Like I think I've seen like shrimp oh, mofongo and stuff. But well, I mean, they also they offer either chicken or pork, and I figured that you just wanted pork, so I didn't. Oh yeah, bother I asking. mean, come on, it, yeah. For fuck's sake, one of those animals has way more flavor than the other. There's a right answer there. Yes. Well, there is a reason why we all think that so many different things taste like chicken, because that's just the default flavor of protein, because we're actually living in a simulation. Woo! No, that's like way too cool for that to actually be reality. No, no. I. Yeah. Well, it's like Jeff Bezos just figured out how to hack the. Mm-hmm. hack the. Oh, he's got the infinite money hack. <laughs> Fucking jackass. Yeah. Oh, but he's going to step down as CEO of Amazon. He's not actually going to lose any of the power that he currently has. He just won't be the CEO in name only. It's like, fuck you. I, uh, no, I really, it's bad for the soul. Not that I actually believe in a soul because atheist mostly, but I don't really want to wish ill will on anyone. But if I did wish ill will on anyone, I would kind of hope that Jeff Bezos's fucking rocket explodes. And while we're at it, hopefully Richard Branson's rocket explodes. I mean, Elon Musk isn't in a rocket. Can his dick just fall off or something? Oh my god, I would I would really want his dick to just like fall off. Just like oh, walking no, along no, no. walking along one day and it just like rolls out of his pant leg and everyone stops and stares and it's No, his like, Tesla catches on fire and it burns fuck? his dick off. Um, he's on a ride in the, uh, you're not going to be able to see me do quotation marks, dear listeners, because we haven't pulled out dear listeners yet this episode. Um, but that he's trapped in a Tesla in his, uh, Las Vegas hyperloop. <laughs> <laughs> his car hole. And his, his Las car Vegas hole. car yeah. hole. Yeah. Uh, mostly made just because he doesn't want to have to share anything with anyone. But hey, it's not his fault because he's autistic. No, this has nothing to do with Liam's not even here right possible now. Possible autism for, fuck, for real, yo. Like, go listen there. Well, there's your problem. Is an amazing podcast about engineering disasters that's also fucking hilarious. And they did an, an entire episode about the Las Vegas Loop. Yeah, I still need to listen to that one myself. Yeah, but. Totally. Uh, yeah, guys, check it out. We're still going to plug them because Liam's a cool dude. Uh, I'm sure that, like, Roz and Alice are cool people as well. It's I feel like we should try to get Roz on here at some point. Just yeah, I don't think it's a bad call. Why not? 
Um, I mean, if I but hey, actually... we're, we're, we're getting distracted from our show. Let's Whatever. think about our show. Fuck you. I'm a narcissist asshole. <laughs> if by <God>. some <laughs> if by some chance Alice actually listens to this, like I, I we we I've would more cons- than happily have you on or do like well a what special I was episode is, and get like some brew dog ourselves. My, my mom and I have been considering, still considering going to Scotland. So you know, right. if I do, I will bring bring a fucking suitcase of beer and I will give you shit and you can come on our show. That works too. Um, also buy like three bottles of scotch and we can also talk scotch because I'm well, down yeah. to talk scotch. <laughs> I mean, but if I scotch buy talk. like, if I buy a bunch, okay, <laughs> there, there, first off, there are limits on the amount of alcohol I can bring back. And second, if I bring back that much scotch that you cannot buy in this country, the smart play is to not drink all of the bottles. The smart play is oh, to yeah. sell at least one of them. Oh yeah. Or at least get like three different bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss scotch. It's been a while. I miss good scotch. All right, dear listener, we're going to give you a quick scotch occasion. It's an education in the oh, three I had... simple rules of scotch. Yeah. Um, rule one, at least a 12 year. Well, actually, rule one, single barrel. Yeah. Not, none of this like mixed barrel bullshit or double barrel fuckity fuck fuck fuck. Like well, single barrel, like some double barrels, if they're, if it's single double malt. barrel, that's essentially, yeah, single malt. Double barrel is not the same thing as double malt. Is it? There are double blend. barrels that it's just like, well, we took it from this barrel and this barrel and mix it together. So it's double the barrels. It's like, no, if you're going to do double barrel, right. Still single malt, age in one barrel. And then dump it in the other one. And dump it in the other one. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to have to take a quick second. Do you want to give them rules two and three? Because I need to change out headphone battery yay um i am i'm assuming that what he's talking about for rules two and three so you have single malt at least 12 years um and if if anybody ever needs a recommendation for like a less than 12 year that i.e something cheap that is um still decent um tomatin tomatin actually makes a pretty decent like like eight or ten year that's real cheap that's like actually pretty drinkable um Um, i'm back i I miss what you said oh i was talking about the fact that you know i went into the 12 year thing and i said but if you're looking for something that's good and cheap like that tomatin like eight or ten year or whatever is considerably cheaper and is still pretty fucking drinkable although i think last time i looked for a bottle of tomatin its price had gone up much more than it was before oh of course it fucking did yeah I mean, uh, also, like, you have to understand... Hashtag Brexit! What, like, yeah. You have to understand that you also have to go by what your palate is. Because I know that, personally, I had a preference for, like, first it was Speyside. Like, Speyside, I think, is always going to be, like, the top of my list. Uh, followed by Highland. Then followed by Lowland. And then followed by Elay. Although I'm actually like, getting myself a little bit more into Elay's. I I wonder now, because it's been like a number of years since I've had an Elay, if I would end up enjoying like You uh, probably what, will. What's what's like the fucking big Elay that you can oh, usually find? Lefroig. Lefroig. Um actually the reason I like so Yeah. Um But yeah, no. Uh single barrel or single malt, um at least, at least 12, twelve years. Under a hundred dollars or a hundred dollars or less, unless it's something special 
Because I remember like the fucking Alanta, which I'm sure I've talked about before. Uh, that was like 120, 130. Like it really wasn't super pricey for what it was. Yeah, it really but, depends like, for, on what it is. But like, like for you, a fucking nineteen, if year, you're if you're that starting was not pricey for what it was. If you're starting out, don't go over a hundred. Don't yeah, fu- don't, don't go don't, over a hundred. Just don't. Uh, again, like, like at least twelve years single malt. Like, like there if are you're brand new to, to Scotch, the twelve years. But if you're yeah. if you're brand new to Scotch, I highly recommend picking up Glen Morangi Nectar Door. It's not yes. that expensive. It's available basically everywhere, and like it gives you a good sol. It's a good solid starting Scotch. For it it sure. is a great example of a solid starting Scotch. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like any of the Glen Morangis that are outside of just their base, like not their base is bad, but like the Quinta Rubin, uh, the Nectar Door, and Oh, what was the third one? Uh, La Santa. La Santa, yeah. Like, all three of those are just, like, really solid examples. Personally, our favorite is definitely, like, the Nectar d'Or, because Because the Sautern just, cask is yeah, really good. It's um, so smooth. Yeah. Um, um. Also, you do not put ice in good scotch. Never put ice in fucking scotch, you fucking morons. Like, monsters and heathens, anytime working in a bar and somebody orders good scotch on the rocks... Like, you're doing I it die right. a little bit inside like it's honestly like two to you're... three drops of water yes just to open up the flavor but what you want to do if you're doing this right what you do is you try it first and then yes. you put a couple of drops of water in and then you try it again because like once you put the water in there's no going back and you really should get a sense of what the flavor is like before yes. and after to really get a good palate on it and like but like the more your palate evolves of recognizing the flavors on it um the more you realize yes it really helps to for lack of a better term open up the flavor of the scotch itself instead of just giving you that like harsh alcohol initial flavor just a few drops of water very easily just makes it a fuller bodied flavor that's less astringent but all right we, we need to pause on scotch talk um and open up beer number two from Finback and Barreled Souls. Where the fuck is Finback from? Aren't they New York? Queens. Queens. So, New York. Um, hip-hops are fucking dead. Three, a two, a one, crack. This is a triple fucking IPA. But one yes. last note on Scotch. So... I I recently had a a new-to-me scotch. When I was at that housewarming party, I ended up having a a little bit of Talisker Perfect Storm. Okay. Um, I know I've had other Taliskers before, but I do not believe I've had Perfect Storm. No, I hadn't either. I've been to Talisker. It's the one fucking distillery I've actually been to. Oh, that's like my dream honeymoon if I ever got married would be like, going to scotland hiring a driver to just drive me and my bride around to different distilleries for us to like collect scotches and get fucked up at i mean do you have any idea how much that would cost considering how far apart distilleries are (laughs) a lot (laughs) i mean you're like renting a dude for like weeks yes i didn't say i'd have to hit like all of them yeah most of them aren't fucking close enough that you can just like do that yeah Okay, I'm not going to lie. 
I actually liked this better the first time I had it, but the first time I had it, I was um, fairly inebriated to uh, start with. I'm not surprised then. Uh, honestly, too I'm not boozy, a big fan too of malty. this. Yeah. Like, I'm a fucking alcoholic, and I enjoy alcohol, but, like, this is not really enjoyable. Oh, yeah. We still need to talk about the stuff that we that we had at Tip Tap Room, and mm -hmm. also, some jackass is chewing on a fucking plastic bag. Hang, hang on. I, I, I need to rectify things with said jackass. Yep, yep. Do it to it. Hi, jackass. Sorry, guys. I, I have, like, nothing to say. All right. I guess I could say this. So, earlier today, for the first time in years, I ended up watching um, fucking Fallout Red Star just randomly popped up in my like well, YouTube feed. I put my feed, headphones back on. I have a cat. Popped up in my YouTube feed to um, watch. So I watched it again, and I hadn't watched it in years. And it made me just really disappointed that like a Fallout New Vegas series never actually materialized from like the combination of Nuka Break and Red Star. And apparently there are a couple other ones that I hadn't seen before that I still need to go back and watch. But yes, it also makes me disappointed that as much as I would like a new Fallout game, I would much rather a like remaster port for like PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 for a fucking New Vegas. I would love to dip back into that world without having to worry about fucking, you know, glitching and crashing and all that other bullshit that I had to on my fucking PS3 with it. Yep. Yeah. I think that that game played better on Xbox and also like as much said, as I as much as I love like Fallout 4 just because, you know, oh hey, I've been there. Oh hey, I've been there. Like the entire time I'm playing the game, uh fucking New Vegas was still probably the most enjoyable experience that I've had from any video game. See, that's the thing is I like I still haven't made it through all the way through New Vegas because and maybe I fucked myself by by knowing what the endings are and choosing which one I want and like which means I have I pigeonholed myself but like you saw it like my weapon selection is really bad and like yeah. I like I fucking tried like this <laughs> like, is me like doing a ton of side like quests this pipe rifle <laughs> or something like that like it's you know it's me like you know, or like the basic standard kind of machine gun shit and it's like I swear to God, man, I've done like a million side quests. I've been to every fucking weapons place and like they just don't exist in my game. I don't know what the fuck the problem is, but yep. like, I don't know what you did or how you did it, but I you angered fucked God. yourself, kid. I mean, I still remember like the first time I played through it and I accidentally activated the sun weapon. Didn't mean to, but. Retro. I, I did it. <laughs> and it was like, well, 
I think I might have fucked myself with some people. <laughs> yeah, we're, but, we're but still like yeah. it was uh, such an enjoyable experience. Whereas I, I like I owned at three, and like New Vegas, I've just put off finishing for years and years and years and years because like you know always my problem with three is as much as i enjoyed the game it didn't feel like a full game you needed to have the brotherhood of steel expansion oh i mean actually experience the full game i didn't have the expansion and i wasn't that upset but then again i spent you know uh, just like suddenly like half the hours that i else. that i took in that that i spent in that game was just me dicking around doing a bunch of random side quests because they were like why the fuck not i also hated in fallout 4 how there was this um like uh expansion for it that essentially forced you to be a raider and, and i don't know about anybody listening out there if you've played fallout it has like a morality system kind of in most mm-hmm. of them pretty Whereas, much all of them because i don't think that morality system is in 76 and also fuck you 76 um oh oh mm. yeah no it's it's like this beer is really not good it's like, going to be a slog like i i want to say that i want okay in fairness to this beer this is not super fresh Again, anymore. It's yeah, it's not super fresh. I get that it what it's trying to do. It's just not doing it for me. But if your IPA in like two months goes in a can, goes from passable to shit. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I'm not sure like I'm not sure that's so much time's fault as it is yours. Yeah. Like if it's been like six months or a year, then yeah, okay, like that's 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 time's fault. But like two months on an IPA isn't great, but like it shouldn't be this bad. I think that this is just. I think largely it's that just it triple IPAs generally suck. Yeah, folks, it's an interesting scenario. Unless you really want to get drunk as fast as possible, just fucking don't do it. And if you want to get drunk as fast as possible... Just fucking drink vodka. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Depending on where you live, go to your local liquor store and grab yourself a bottle of either Mr. Boston or Poland Springs Vodka. If your only concern is just to get as fucked up as possible, as cheap as possible... If you live in New Hampshire, go for Everclear. Yeah. Or, like, anywhere else, 151's a good choice, too. Yeah, like, and Ugh. honestly, like w- of of the high ABV stuff, I think. Well, I think that I I think that at least one fifty one has some flavor to it. I'll give it that. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not just straight I mean, alcohol. Most of that flavor is just burning, but yeah. But I mean, so is fucking Everclear, and Everclear has nothing to help you. So. Yeah. Like one fifty one. You get like a bottle of Everclear and you just like soak cherries in it. Yeah, that's the right way to go. Like yeah. I, I, I have not done shots of anything high AB like that high in alcohol content for a very, 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 very long time, and I probably never will again. Yeah, because like, there's no fucking fuck point nuts. to me anymore. Like even I have no desire to do anything like that. Like that yeah, just, no. it doesn't sound fun. But like, but like. While I drink a lot, like, I'm not drinking with the explicit purpose to get as fucked up as possible as fast as possible. Yeah. 
And that's yeah. really the difference. I mean, I like high generally speaking, high ABV beers, it really doesn't matter the style. Most of them taste like shit to me. Like once you get above like 9%, like unless you're very careful, your beer is going to either taste too boozy, cloyingly sweet, too malty, or a combination of those. And this is falling for me in the, it's not really cloyingly sweet, but it's it is definitely sweet, but it is too sweet. It's a little sweet. It's definitely too malty and it's definitely like, I. it tastes boozy. Yeah, it tastes boozy as fuck. Nah, man, this shit ain't good. All right, I'm Duder, um, you've got a minute or two to fill while I go steal a mirror real fast. So I shall return, guys. I'm just going to hazard a guess that we've actually explained what he means by steal a mirror before. But in case we haven't, if you are a not a Kurt Vonnegut fan, there is a book called Breakfast of Champions, which is kind of his version of a an extremely meta book where he pulls in references from a lot of his other stuff. And it basically puts himself in as a character as well. Um, and there is a character in that that says... Uh, I'm going to go steal a mirror and the person who he's talking to is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's like, oh, in my, you know, on, on my planet, essentially the mirrors are called, are leaks are called mirrors or mirrors are called, I think mirrors are called leaks. So instead of saying, I'm going to go take a leak, you say, I'm going to steal a mirror. So I don't know if we've actually explained that before, but. So, next to me right now is a 16-pound cat who I had to pick up to placate so he would stop chewing on a plastic bag so that you folks can't hear it. And he is now sitting here washing his butt very kindly for me. He's very sweet and fuzzy, but also a giant fur mountain. Basically like a 16-pound living teddy bear. Aren't you, buddy? Brr. Yeah. Oh, man. Did you use your time to explain my reference and then the rest of it just talking about um, Kurt Vonnegut in general? Because he's amazing. No, well, I, amazing. I, I explained your reference and then I started talking about my earlier interruption and explaining that there's a 16 pound cat next to me who was well, he was washing his butt. He's no longer washing his butt. Ah, good times. Hello, Washington. I really should have just fucking changed his name to Washburn. Yeah, you should have. Cooler name. I mean, whatever. His name is his his name name is Wash. It's like your mm-hmm. name is TJ. Yes, my my name is TJ. Then I have my government name. Fuck yeah. that shit. Wash's government. Name oh, is Washington. so thinking about things that I've watched recently that suck. Uh, I I know that you didn't watch this yet, but I ended up watching America, the motion picture. on fucking netflix and like it's got some funny elements to it and like got a couple of chuckles uh out of me during it but like by and large man did that shit suck like it was just like poor taste jokes that were repeated like you were beating a dead horse hot yeah you know what didn't suck what didn't suck imprint Oh, yeah. I mean, Imprint's a tough fucking watch, but 
like imprint is so enjoyable um if you don't know what we're talking about there was a uh, two season horror series that existed on showtime what around like 2005 something more around those lines yeah yeah uh so it was john carpenter's masters of horror um in the first season they had 13 episodes well they only had 12 episodes that aired because their 13th episode was directed by japan's takashi Miike. Um, you may know Takashi Miike from such films as uh, Ichi the Killer and Happiness of the Katakuris and Audition and like a bunch of other shit. If you ever saw fucking Hostel, he actually has an acting cameo in that movie. And like specifically Eli Roth, like really wanted Takashi Miike there for that cameo. And Miike does it in English, even though he speaks no English. <laughs> nice yeah uh but yeah we ended up watching imprint which was banned from showtime a you know actual pay cable station that should be no rules just right the fuck is that a motto for oh god i can't remember yeah it's old um yeah uh but since it deals with abortion in such a cavalier way it was definitely disgusting the censors at showtime which is like really that there's a censor board at showtime <laughs> um <laughs> but it did ultimately end us getting getting the like really toned down abortion episode in season two that i believe was directed by john carpenter it was like the one that had like the demon child that they were in an abortion clinic, but like Meatloaf was the father of the daughter who was trying to get an abortion and was like one of those, you know, fucking redneck hillbillies over my dead body kind of people. And ultimately, the daughter gives birth to what is like the Antichrist. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I didn't see most of Masters of Horror. Like, I mean, I know that imprint oh, just. I, I had a ritual while I was while it was airing, of like my weekly. I'll sit down with the holy hand grenade of Antioch, fully packed, and just slowly smoke a bowl over the course of an hour, watching mediocre to good one-hour horror films. I just yeah. love horror. <laughs> I do sure love killing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh yeah i i mean i like i feel like i accidentally found you a new best friend um yeah no i i think your boyfriend's a pretty cool dude i'm guessing you're not listening to this man but like i think you're a cool dude he still he still does listen to this sometimes cool um hi zach if you i'm gonna tell you to listen oh i was trying not to like just throw his name straight out there i've thrown his name out there who fucking cares cool um, but no, it's like, apparently he got kind of shit for that being my first Mike. Like when I, when we ended up seeing his friend on Monday, it was like, dude, that was what the, it's like. And he was like, look, look, it wasn't, it, I wasn't the one who put it on. Yeah. It wasn't his choice. I was the one who was like, yeah. It, like watching that, I think gives you a very good idea of Mike as director and storyteller. Yeah, I because think it does. He too. has a very 
specific visual style. He yes, has he a does. very specific brutality to a lot of what he's directed. Because funnily enough, he's he's Japan's Robert Rodriguez. He doesn't like Robert Rodriguez doesn't like churn out in the same way that Mike can. But like the dichotomy that exists within their body of work is like kind of mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, I, I just love that, like, Machete, being Danny Trejo from the movie Machete, is the same Machete as Uncle Machete from the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. Like, it, it is supposed to be the same character. But, you know, outside of a Spy Kids movie, he's less uh, Q? M? No, M is leader, Q is tech. So, because, like, he's kind of the tech guy for spy kids. But like outside of that, I mean, he's Mexican MacGyver. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's so true. <laughs> that is pretty terrible, but hmm. it, it, it's fairly apt for his role in so many movies that <sighs> Robert Rodriguez has directed with Danny Trejo in. Yeah. I mean, hell, fucking Rodriguez found Trejo. Trejo is, like, just out of prison. And Rodriguez wanted, like, you know, kind of a beefy, intimidating guy for... Ah, oh, man. No, it, it must be Desperado, not El Mariachi. That sounds right. I think it is Desperado. I've only seen El Mariachi like twice in my life, and it's been at least 18 years since I last saw it. So I can't remember if Trejo's in that, but I know just he's Just a in... little bit ago. Yeah. I know he's in fucking Desperado. Oh, while we're talking about it, can we just mention, like, if you're ever going to watch those movies from Rodriguez, don't don't finish the trilogy and watch Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Really, the only thing that you're missing from that, you end up getting from Machete. Because I think Machete also has the line of, are you a Mexican or a Mexicant? And it's That's like, not oh, even man. That great of a line. It's such a cheesy line. But I love it because I love cheese. Yeah. Speaking of cheese that tastes like butt. Because not, not all cheese tastes like butt, but some cheese tastes like butt. This beer kind of tastes like butt. Yeah. Nope, I'm agreeing with you. And I'm not sure that I, I like, honestly, man, I'm not sure that I can really drink much more of this. If you yeah, were here, I, I'd be trying to feed it to you and you'd actually oh, if probably be I was there, then I would go like full trash can mode and just down it. I see. Wow. Okay. So you could actually do that with this because we've come oh, across no, no, things no, no. that you could I, not. I would. I would just like straight up down it. I wouldn't be like tasting it. But we have come across things that it's like, is this skunked? <laughs> I mean, I like. I'm wondering if this somehow is. But like, I had a but, can like, of it, it. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't be considering that when I had a can, the first time I had a can of it, it didn't taste skunk to me. Yeah. Like honestly, it just kind of feels like they were swinging for the rafters but they didn't make it and honestly most places won't like i've i think 
I, I can definitely count on one hand the number of triple IPAs I've had that I've ever enjoyed. Period. Like, triple IPAs are generally real fucking bad because they are, like, you know, too boozy, too sweet, mm-hmm. you know, too... Well, because if you want to get the alcohol content that high, you usually need, like, a lot of fucking sugar. Yeah. And it's just, nah, it it becomes unenjoyable. Nope. The only one that I've had that I can even think of that I've enjoyed, because it's it's the only one I've had in the last, like, you know, handful of years and have any prayer of remembering that, I can, that I've actually liked, is that uh, Definitive Vitamin C collaboration. That was like a 10% triple that did not fucking taste like it. You didn't have it. I had it on tap at Definitive. Oh, okay. That's why, because I was trying to think of like, have I had that? No, you haven't. It was it, but honestly, it's the only one. I, like, it's very, also, very. That stands out a lot in my memory because it's actually good. That's two really good companies working together, which is even more. These are two really good companies yeah, no, working that, that's, together. That's what I was going to like keep going with. Is like, was what is so disappointing about this is because it's fucking Barreled Souls and Finback making a triple IPA together. And it's like, uh, I wish it was better. I'm going to hazard a guess that like this is a lot higher rated than you think. Oh, we still haven't talked about the shit from Tip Tap Room. Oh, no, we haven't. I don't know. Do we're, we're at like 110 right now. Well, 109 right now. Do we want to talk time. about that now or save that for next time? Kind of feeling like just save that for next time at this point. Yeah. And then we can talk more about, like, our excursion with Liam. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Um, But yeah, I also want to thank, like, all of our old listeners and new. Um, Apparently our last episode is the second most highest downloaded outside of the first episode. And it's only lacking that by, like, seven. So welcome new listeners. I really hope that you stick around with us. I hope you enjoy us um i know you... we're not nearly as funny as liam yeah but we are kind of funny we hey, we try <laughs> my mom says i'm funny um All right, thanks millhouse i bent my wookie <laughs> i don't know i i think i think we're pretty funny i think you know this was actually a fairly beer happy episode we do that sometimes sometimes we end up talking pop culture for way too long which is why yeah. we decided to incorporate pop culture in somewhere in our marketing kind of bullshit because you know yeah i mean, we're, we're I still mean, gonna go underneath the like nebr yeah but, but it's we're clearly it's a like, both we're, we're much podcast. more like at this point we are essentially new england beer reviews and pop culture yeah because you know we talk about culture um but yeah no check us out online we both need to be more proactive on our social media accounts but you can find us on facebook and instagram and twitter and yes we um, we have the twitter actually set up now because well there's your problem isn't on facebook so we had to tag him so and I, i need to log into the instagram so i can like post my shitty beer pictures um but uh yeah 
uh donate to us at patreon.com backslash n-e-b-r that is the initials of our show New we promise reviews, we're going N-E-B-R. to do we're gonna do <sighs> some fucking <sighs> bonus episodes eventually once once we have like two or more subscribers yeah then we will end anyone up recording. who wants to sign up who's not my fucking dad yeah we will start doing the bonus episodes yeah. like we have four beers that we've been sitting on for a long time that are from outside new england that we want to make into four minisodes and we have two beers from inside new england that we've been sitting on for a while too oh we do the allagash ones dumbass oh yeah it's the, just like, hard for us to like ones. drink those together no and it's record not together well recording we'll, at the we'll, same we'll, time we'll would figure be that out we'll figure that out um but yeah she's been um butts mcfreely no whatever i don't know buddy mcbuttface sure but yeah I always think Buddy McButterson, but I, I just like the son. I mean, in case you actually Otter. forgot my name, it's it's Emily Schick. Yes. She's been Emily Schick and I've been TJ Davis. This has been New England Beer Reviews. Thank you for checking us out. Give us your money. <laughs> Please? Please. Yes. Please. Please. Any Please. last words? Um, cats are great. Cats are great. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, bye.